leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel, and I'm not alone today. Guess who's back on the podcast? It's me. Oh, he's back. I'm back. Tell everyone, where have you been? Where have you gone? Uh, I haven't gone anywhere. I've been here the whole time. So I don't really appreciate being replaced by someone with my namesake. So, Well, he did a great job. Come on. Give it up to him. He did a good job. He always had your back. He always picked your players. He was kind. He knows that Jefferson's goat, and that's all that matters. He does know Jefferson's goat. You know, I was texting him today, and he was telling me, he was literally telling me Mike Davis is a better player than Christian McCaffrey. So, Wow, I don't believe that for a second. He's not that bad. No, he did. He did. And for that reason, he's not here tonight. Like, for real. Like, I couldn't handle it. I blocked him. He's like... (laughs) Oh, Christian McCaffrey only averages a 1.11 fantasy points per touch. Mike Davis says 1.12. Literally, that's exactly what he said to me. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. <laughs> so that means he's better. Yeah, it, but I explained to him. I looked at the match. I looked at it. Christian McCaffrey played two games. Still, still, Mike Davis has only outscored Christian McCaffrey one time this whole year. Yeah, McCaffrey's amazing. Yeah. So, gosh, that, that I, I swear, I work with with idiots. Anyway. Well, guess what? That's how I feel every time I talk to you and Gerald, so. No, no, no. Gerald's been gone for a while. There's a reason for that, all right? I know, I know. We don't need to talk about that. So, we're going into into week six. A lot of stuff going on, apparently. There's a lot of COVID testing, the Colts. That was all false, apparently, right? Everyone, the Falcons. (sighs) So. The Patriots, again, have another guy. It's a shit show. It is, man. I'm just over it. I don't know the scheduling. Every time I think I'm catching up. Like, am I getting players back, or I got lucky having Madison, or all this stuff? Something else happens. It's ridiculous. I can't catch a break. It's ridiculous. You're right. right. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. What, what are you going to do? Uh, we're going to set up our lineup and hopefully players play. That's all you can do. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's right, get right into the news. Le'Veon Bell signs with the Kansas City Chiefs, as we all know, killing all the Clyde Edwards Alaire owners' hearts. So, Dave, what do you think about this move? It's huge. It's it's great news for Le'Veon Bell. It's terrible news if you're a CEH owner. I don't know how it's going to work out. I kind of assume Bell's going to get the goal line work because he's always been pretty good there, and CEH has not been good so far. So as far as he, he, I mean, CEH has been good. He hasn't been great, but this is definitely going to kill his value. I mean, maybe not kill it, but it's sure going to stomp on him a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that there's two sides of this. There's the CEH owners who are livid and they're very upset and they're making every excuse in the world why CEH is not going to be phased out like me. I'm doing that. 
Um, he's still going to get 10 catches, a game, or not 10 catches, 10 carries a game, I'm thinking, you know, with possible receptions. He's not going to die. There's no way. Le'Veon Bell did not even look good in New York. I don't care if it's that offense. I don't care if how bad that offense was. He just looked horrible. He looked slow. I just can't see a situation where he comes in and averages five yards a carry. There's no way. Uh, I, I feel like the Jets are just a terrible organization. They don't do anything right, and he's probably unmotivated. And hopefully, I mean, he's playing for the league minimum now. You know he's going to still want to get paid because clearly that's important to him. So he comes out and has a great second half of the season. There's a chance that happens. So I I, I, I got him in a couple of leagues. I know you were trashing me because I'm all into him. It, it didn't work out in New York, but I'm hoping it's going to work out here. And, and I don't think he's dead yet, so we'll see. How do you feel? Like, what would you do if you were a CEH owner? Or what would you tell a CEH owner right now? Like, what do you do? Just stand tight? Hope for the best? Like, what? motivate these people because there's people that are ready to give up. They spent a six six pick overall on this guy. I mean, at this point, you can't trade him. No one wants him because everyone's going to assume Bell's the guy. And all you can do is hold him and, and kind of just see how the, the the week breaks down. See see how much work gets, you know, Bell gets. I don't know what to think. I don't, I'm not starting Bell anywhere, not yet, until I see what happens. And I don't think anyone should. So right now, all you can do is hold him and, and, and just kind of Wait and see what happens. Truly, it's a wait and see. Well, we seen um, Kenyon Drake last year get traded, and four days later, he was like the best player in the world. Could we see Bell do that on Monday Night Football against the Bills? I don't know. I don't know. It definitely might happen. I don't know. I, like I said, it's a wait and see. You know what? What if he comes out and kills it? He gets enough touches. He gets some catches, and he's the Kareem Hunt. You know, to 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 Ch's chub, uh, which I don't think that's a good comparison. But you know what I mean? Maybe he's getting the catches and he gets the goal and work, and he's. A great RB, too. It could happen. I mean, it could. Anything could happen. I think both guys are both startable, both usable, obviously, especially in this climate where there's no running running back depth anywhere. It yeah. seems like no. I'm horrible. I have no depth. and I'm looking around to try to trade for depth, and no one has it. Like, if you have more than three running backs, you're you're pretty good right now. You're pretty, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, and you're probably not trading them unless you're getting a really good deal for them. Right, exactly. All right, let's move on to some injuries. Uh, big one in the news, Noah Fant. He's truly questionable for this week's game. Noah I hate Fant, that. I know. He's been such a good tight end and such a good player for you. And he just might not play. And we kind of need him out there. Uh, Vic Vangio said that the ankle is truly questionable. And who knows Who knows if the Patriots are even going to play. Like this game might get canceled or postponed <laughs> again. Uh, who knows? Name a couple of tight ends that you'd look on the waiver wire to go get. I wish you would give me a warning. Oh. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like it just depends on who's out there. I mean, you can try maybe. I know Irv Smith had a decent game last week. Mo Alley Cox, if he's still out there, he's out. What about Mo Alley Cox? Isn't playing. He's already quite. He's already ruled out. Jeez, these guys are all hurt. Everybody's freaking hurt. I don't even know who's hurt. Who's not hurt anymore? Um, <laughs> oh, Jordan Akins. I know. Well, I know he was. He missed last week. Yeah, he if he plays this week, he can come back. He's questionable. Yeah, too. If he plays. He's he's always like he'll get you like. Six, eight, maybe ten points. If there's anybody decent on the waiver wire, I'm sorry, Cameron Brait. I could, I would grab him, in in Tampa because half of their freaking receivers are out. So, uh, something like that. I mean, at yeah. the, the waiver wire, I'm sure it's thin. All tight ends are already thin. So, if Tanyan's out there, do you advise people to get Tanyan? He's currently rostered in 75 percent of leagues, so people are on the hype train of Tanyan. Yeah, I mean, I'd grab him. I mean, he's been he's shown that he's a at least so far. I mean, I don't expect him to keep scoring three touchdowns a game, but 
if he's got a role in an offense, he, he's got a chance to score a touchdown every week, and that's all you look for in a tight end spot. So, yeah. To be clear, when I said Jay Sternberger was my uh, sleeper or whatever, I meant any tight end from the Packers. So technically, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. right. Technically, I'm kind of right. Yeah, technically. <laughs> technically. Technically. You know, Sternberger sucks. Deontay Johnson is out. His back. He's already rolled out. So this is going to yeah, open up I for know. Chase Claypool. And, yeah, uh, big chance. So tell me, is Juju going to bounce back, though? Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm I'm off the Juju train. I'm glad I don't have him in any league, so I really never was on it. But he's so irrelevant right now. I don't want him. If I had him, I'm probably thinking about mentioning him. Claypool's really the guy to own right there. Out of those guys. <laughs> They've had a lot of plus matchups, right, against Denver, Houston, the Giants. He's scored 59.8 points so far this season. That's not too good, averaging what? I want to say 13 points a game. 12 points a game, yeah, yeah, something like that. Last week against Philly, 6.8, five targets, four catches, 28 yards. 28 yards. That's Yeah, he's, he's, he's I'm telling you, he's irrelevant. He's not doing anything. He plays Cleveland next uh, coming up in week six. That's he, They give up the second most points to fantasy receivers. Um, I don't know. I think Chase Claypool is actually the guy there. I think all the guys that spent 50 bucks or all their money on him was going to pay off this week. This week, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what to think about that offense. Claypool was great last week. I mean, I'm I'm not one of those guys that jumps on these guys after they have one ginormous week. So, I mean, he could easily go back to having four or five targets and two catches and be irrelevant again. But with with Johnson out, it makes me feel a little more confident. I would I would be willing to start on this week for sure. Yeah, but but Claypool isn't just a one week wonder. He had a really good game two weeks ago. Um, I'm on the Claypool train. Like I like Claypool. I think he can be the playmaker there. It's obvious that Juju isn't the player he once was. Um, yeah, I don't know if he Juju's like twenty one years old. How is he already like like out of the league about to be? Like I don't he's know. not out of the league. He's a very serviceable receiver. I know he's just not the first target there anymore. It's Deontay Johnson, really, because he gets all the targets. Johnson then, looked great when he was healthy. Yeah. It sucks he's hurt. And then it goes Juju and then it goes Claypool, and I think Claypool overlapped him. He's just a big receiver that he likes. Ben likes he, he, he targeted him. He, he targeted him eleven times last week. Yeah, Juju had five. Great. I mean, that follow the numbers, man. Dalvin Cook is out with a growing. Um, Gone. That means uh, Madison starting. Oh, that means Madison's what top five? Let me ask you: When Chubb went down or Cook went down, who are you more excited for, Madison or Nick Chubb? Or not Nick Chubb or Cream Hunt? Hunt, probably Hunt still. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, if for a one week starter, Madison's. Up there, you know. Madison versus uh, Atlanta, that's going to be nasty. I'm expecting like a 30-point game. I expect a big game from him, yes. We'll get into that later. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's going to be obviously awesome. But uh, as a Vikings fan, are you okay with this? Do you want to sit Cook out for as long as it takes? Yeah, because (sighs) you don't need – I mean, I don't – at this point, we're one and four, so it's whatever. But – yeah, you don't want him to get hurt any worse. Send him out a week to get a bye next week. He gets basically three weeks to heal up, and hopefully he'll be ready to go for the second half of the season, which is what you want him for. No, I, def- cook on him. I definitely agree, man. Start Madison's much. If you were lucky enough to own Madison, start him up. He's your RB1 of the week, I think. Top five. He's right? up there for sure. Top yeah, five. he's up there. All right, Sam Darnold, doubtful with a shoulder. Um, that means Flacco gets another shot, which means more comedy for the New York Jets against the Miami Dolphins. Such a shit show in New York, dude. I don't even know what to say about it. Uh, it is. It's bad. It's Crowder. 
Um, and I, I'm curious on who's going to get the more touches, Frank Gore or Michael P. Ryan. That's going to be the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I I would probably start Gore. I think I am starting Gore in a league, maybe. That's how bad off it is. That's nasty. So, yeah, it's 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 rough out there if you're uh, searching for a running back. So, um, I do want to see how – I don't feel like anybody's going to take over the job. It's probably going to be a two-headed committee and – They'll both screw each other over. It's going to be who Who do you not want to start? That's what it is. I don't want to start Frank Gore. He's touchdown dependent. He's averaging like 3.4 yards per carry. It's disgusting. And Michael P. Ryan, he's younger, faster, but I don't even know if he's good. Don't even know. The Jets are a shit show. Let's go right into our starts and sits of the week. Dave, I want you to start me off with your start of the week. My start of the week, we just talked about him. Alexander Madison, he is... Uh... He's a no-brainer. I know I get it. Um, where he's playing Atlanta, they've given up an average of 21.64 points per game to running backs this season. And if you take out Montgomery, who's not good, they've given up an average of 25.2 points per game to running backs. All these guys have gotten 22.1 besides Montgomery. It's really just a no-brainer. He's taking over Cook, who's obviously elite. He's a really good player himself. So start him when you'll be happy with what you get from him. Oh, yeah, he got 20 attempts against Seattle, like, in three quarters. So imagine what's going to happen in a full game. Um, yeah, I just love I love Alexander Madison. Man, how do you roster Dalvin Cook and not think to get his insurance? How do you do that, Dave? Not you. Probably. Well, not one you thing personally. I can think of is maybe you needed room to cut. Cut Cook was so good, <sighs> and so you just said, okay, I, you know, and there was a lot of injuries this year. Maybe you, you needed a roster spot, and you had to, you cut, you had to cut him. That's the only thing I can think of because it probably happened. Um, otherwise, you're holding on to him, like for sure. And um, that, that that's really the only thing I can think of at all. Yeah, I held on to him in every league. And, I, and just in case, because we've seen all the injuries happen this year. And that goes for moving forward. Like, get these backups if you have room because people are going down left and right. Dak and Cook last week, who's going out this week? Someone is. 100% someone is. It's just the way it is. My star of the week is Miles Gaskin of the Miami Dolphins against the New York Jets. Uh, Miles Gaskins has a ton of value. 23 points last week. 11 points, 18 points, 15 points. The dude's been fire, and nobody saw this coming. We all thought it was going to be Matt Breida. We all thought it was going to be Jordan Howard. But we were all wrong, and it's actually been Miles Gaskins. It's not just the rushing, man. He's catching balls, too. Five catches, 34 yards last week. Dude's been on fire. The Jets give up the fifth most fantasy points to running backs this season. And Miles Gaston's, like I said, averaging five targets a game, which is fifth in the NFL. He's also averaging 22 red zone touches or 22 red zone touches of the season. Third, the game script's going to be in his favor. Miami's favor by nine and a half points. Miles Gaskins is what? 16 points. His floor, I think against the Jets. Come on, man. This is an easy start. And uh, like I said, if you picked him up early in the season, you got lucky because this guy has been balling. He's been great, and you just traded for him from me in a league, and he's been he's been way better than I think anybody expected. He's been really good. He's getting most of the touches, and he's a, he's a great start, I think. How do you feel about both of us going homer picks? You went the Vikings. I went the Dolphins. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> it's but kinda, yeah, It's kind of it's kind of messed up, man. We're like big-time homers. All right, give me your sit of the, sit of the week. My sit is DJ Moore. I loved him in the preseason. I loved him before the season. And right now he's not good. 
He is only have two games this entire year with 9.4 PPR points or more. He only has two games this year with more than six targets, which I don't understand how or why, really. Rob Anderson's getting so many targets compared to him. He only has one game all year with more than four catches. He's just not getting the, the catch. He's not getting the targets. And the Bears' D is one of the best against the pass. So I think if you have other options, you sit DJ Moore this week because it's not a good matchup, and he's really not been producing much lately. Um, I'm gonna yeah the the matchup is bad. The Bears were really good against the obviously receivers, but I'm gonna disagree on the targets. He's got 37 on the season, that's 16th best in the NFL. His target rate's 21, percent so he's in that 20 range. But that's what you want from a receiver. Um, the big problem is is the touchdowns. He's not getting the touchdowns. Um, last week we saw it. Last week he had that big touchdown, which was awesome. He had a great day. But other than that, like he had one touchdown on the season. He has 22 receptions, 20th in the NFL. Uh, 381 uh, receiving yards. That's 10th in the NFL. He's getting the job done. He's just not scoring touchdowns. But I do agree. Sit him this week against the – no, sit him. Yeah, sit him. Sit him against the Bears. He's not going to do well. Bears are going to shut his ass down. He's averaging 13.2 points per game. That's not what you got when you drafted him in the fourth round. My sit of the week is also a receiver. We talked about him earlier. It's Juju Smith-Schuster. The targets have dropped off big time to five a game. He's getting five targets a game overall. That is trash. Like we said before, Chase Claypool is out snapping him, out everything him right now. The only big thing I don't like about this is, yeah, they're playing Cleveland, and Cleveland sucks against the receivers. Yes, Deontay Johnson's out, but I still think Juju Smith-Schuster is just a short passing game guy. He's not going to beat anyone deep right now, uh, especially Cleveland. They're going to shut him down. I really think... Juju is going to have a very bad game. And it's going to be Chase Claypool, James Conner. More on Juju Smith-Schuster. We just talked about DJ Moore and his targets. D, uh, Juju's only had 24. His target rate's only 17% in that offense. He's got no air yards, only 120 on the year. It's terrible. His uh, his deep targets, he's only had one. That's obviously horrible. Red zone targets, he's only had four red zone targets. This dude is not getting the ball where it matters the most. Um yeah, most of his balls are catchable, and his target quality is pretty good. I'm the same way. He, we just talked about him a little bit ago. Claypool seems to be getting open. I don't know. It is what it is. It is. Don't start him. Do not start Juju. All right, we're going to go right to our next segment, which is the Monkey Knife Fight Plays of the Week. Dave, we both decided to pick um, one contest we're going to do, and then we both yeah, did one together. One. Well, we, we're going to the one we did together is the huge one. We're going to yes. talk about our, our individual ones right now. Okay. So, so tell me about your more or less, what game it is, what players are. Right. I picked the Vikings-Falcons game. I went more on Thielen catching six and a half passes, which I think he'll, I mean, he seems to be getting you know a lot of work. And then uh, I went more on Todd Gurley having um, 64.5 rushing yards. So that was my uh, – my more or less, I'm going with two over, two two mores. Two mores? I like that, man. All right, my individual one, I went Jared Goff in the uh, L.A. Rams versus uh, San Francisco 49ers. Jared Goff, more than 19.5 fantasy points. We saw what Ryan Fitzpatrick did to them last week. We've seen this 49ers defense is just terrible. They're, they're lost all these players. They're injured. I think Goff's going to come out here. He's throwing the ball. He's balling right now. He might not be good for, like, efficiency, like, Throwing the ball touchdowns, but he's getting yeah, the job he's done. Good. He's running yeah, the ball he's in. Good. Like, yeah, so 19.5 should be an easy more. 
My other one is uh, less. Jimmy Garoppolo, eighteen point five. I say less yeah, I because right I don't trust him. Last week he got you negative points if you started him uh, against the Rams defense. Aaron Donald might kill this guy. You never know. We saw what Aaron Donald did with Alex Smith, right? He has no chill. He's like, hey, Alex Smith, I know you just came back from a giant, like, life-threatening injury, but I'm going to jump on your back like a monkey. <laughs> did you see it where he was literally on his back like a piggyback ride? I saw something it like that. It was horrible, yeah. man. Like, yeah. Yeah, he has no care. So he might just kill Garoppolo. Who knows? Uh, Garoppolo's an easy last 18.5. Play that one up. We'll post these on Instagram so you can copy us and make some money with us. Now, the big that one. Money. The big one. We did a... The early games, more or less, which is 110 times your money. So if you put $10, you can win $1,100. And that's what we did. So, Dave, break it down for us. Give us us the first one. Uh, Lamar Jackson, more or less 24 and a half fancy points. We both went more. Oh, yeah. We had to go more here against Philadelphia. Yeah, me, their defense isn't great. But the only bad thing is, man, we've been dogging Lamar. Well, at least I have on this air because I own him in a couple of leagues, and he has not been the guy we thought he was going to be. He's averaging, what, 14 points, 18 points a game. This is yeah. this is going to be he, – he has to rush to get this. And I'm kind of scared. This might be our deal breaker on this one. I think – I feel confident in all the other ones. This one <laughs> I don't feel confident on. I agree. It's, this one could go either way. It's Watson. Less we both said less than twenty three and a half fancy points, and I'm starting to regret it too. But Tennessee has a good defense, so let's hope they come through and lock it up for us. We saw what Tennessee did to uh, to Josh Allen, but Josh Allen still scored twenty points, right? I know it's going to be close. I know. Yeah, that I one's going to be rough, man. Uh, the next one, one is. One, I think we're going to be sweating that one. I think so too. The next one's Gardner Minshew, less twenty two point five. We both went less. Uh, Gardner without DJ Chark, if he doesn't play. Yeah, I'm okay with that one. I'm feeling pretty confident. Yeah, in that one. the thing is, I think if Chark plays, which I don't think he will, maybe he will. I don't know. The thing is, is Minshew needs all of his receivers there to produce because without Chark, he's kind of like nothing. He really is. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford coming off a of bye week, twenty two point five points. We both went more. more. Yeah, we had to go more. Yeah. Uh, Galladay, you know Marvin Jones, the ghost of him. He might show up for a touchdown. We don't know. All he needs is what. Two two fifty and a couple touchdowns and that's what he gets. Yeah. So yeah. That should be pretty Let's easy. Stafford. Yeah, here's another one. Derrick Henry less, twenty one point five. This one we debated about because it's really touchdown dependent. This guy's if not he gonna get the touchdown, we're screwed, I think. If he doesn't, we'll be okay. Because if he gets let's say he gets hundred and twenty two yards, that's twelve points in a touchdown. That's eighteen points, right? Yeah. So so he needs a couple catches. He but he doesn't do that. He gets like one oh, catch a game. No. Yeah. So if he gets two touchdowns, we're screwed. You yeah. gotta think about it like that, man. Because how many games does he get 150 yards and a touchdown? That's what yeah. he needs to get this 21.5. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, Matt. I, I think we're good. I think we're good on that one. Matt Ryan, 20.5. We went more, even we though he has this one for a while. I know this one was tough, but tell us why we went with it. Well, we said more than 20 and a half points, just because the Vikings' defense isn't great. I mean, they've been playing a bit better, but. Julio, assuming, you know, he should be back. Ridley, you know, you got all his weapons. So uh, give us, you know, I don't know, what, 250 yards and, you know, a couple of touchdowns, and I think we'll be good to go. Yeah, with Julio coming back, I'm pretty confident in this one. Ridley's going to ball out again. Um, hopefully they dump it down the girly for a touch. Because 20.5, that's so easy for Matt Ryan. He's got to do it eventually. 
Mike Davis, 20.5, more or less. What do we do? The only thing we, we didn't like was that he's playing the Bears, who have a pretty good defense. But we both went more that the offense than me. They, these guys, whether it's CMC or Davis, seems like just score like crazy. So um, I, I feel pretty confident that he'll catch enough passes, you know, probably score a touchdown, and then uh, we should be good on that one. Oh, all he needs is like eight catches and get a couple yards. That's half the points right there. Yeah. So I agree with that more. And then the last one, Captain Kirk, your man, your quarterback. There's another guy we debated a little bit on. Yeah, this one's going to be tough, too. 20.5. 20. Against, but against Atlanta? Yeah, the defense has been great. Thielen's balling. You know, same kind of same thing as Ryan. Give him, you know, 250 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and we're good to go. So it's going to be close, but I like what we're doing. Yeah, we're going to post this one on Instagram, too, just to let you all know. Um, hopefully y'all can win some money with us. This is a good one. I th- I really feel, co- honestly, on the big one, I know I'm 0-5. I have not won one yet. I'm going <laughs> to admit that right now. But I'm nailing these small ones. These small ones, like these two, three times your bet, or your three times your money, I'm nailing those ones. So, All right, that does it for the show, man. We, we gave you the starts and sits of the week. We gave you our monkey knife fight plays of the week. Um, we gave you a couple of injury news that you need to know about. If you need any more news of the week, please hit us up on Twitter. Dave, where can we find you on Twitter? At Viking David. That's me. That, you'll find him um, yelling at Vikings fans and telling them they don't know anything. That's what, Basically. That's what, that's what you'll see. Basically. And then you'll see um, <laughs> Astros in seven because he's a piece of crap. I mean, I'm just talking the truth. That's all I'm saying. I don't know why you're antagonizing us. I don't understand it. First of all, let's not act like you don't antagonize me about every single thing, so I don't want to hear your shit. Uh, okay, you can find me at Josh Kimmel, <laughs> OUS on Twitter. Find us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash OUS, Facebook.com slash OUS Fantasy Pod. Uh, Patreon, man. Patreon.com. We're about to be posting some uh, our picks like this. Or we'll be posting more picks on Patreon. Actually, that's one of our new bonuses, right? Just give us like a dollar, guys. You can afford it. Hey, man, don't don't be a beggar. Dave, how <laughs> many times you... to beg, you know? Dave, what can you say? it doesn't sound right, all right? <laughs> Patreon.com slash OUS Fantasy Pod. Um, that's it for the show. Hey, Gerald, man, how was this show? We miss you, buddy. Yeah, we do miss you. He's been working. Kind of not really. No. Well, we do. <laughs> we, need, we, need, we need him. Davey, next time you're on for me... You've been good. I can't. I can't really complain. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to talk shit. Davey's been Davey's been balling. He's been nice to you. I've been the bad guy. I've been the mean guy. I know. That's, well, you're always the bad guy, so it's fine. Whatever. That's what I do. I'm like the Razor Ramon nah. of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's. It. I'm wrapping it up. I'm calling it. Adios, See man. Later. See you, dude. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or 
Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.